in life winning and losing will both happen but what is never acceptable is quitting when you feel that you're alone in this journey you really are not alone there are countless warriors who have gone through a similar journey like what you are going through today they have felt the immense pain that you are experiencing but in the end they have all healed themselves from cancer some talk about their own journey as you are listening to this right now while some have defeated pain forever but in the end they all have defeated cancer learn from them get inspired from their cancer healing journeys listen to our very own cancer warriors in this show brought to you by zenonkor.io and love heals cancer healers Uh, healthcare professionals in cancer uh, to share their experiences and learnings so that other people also get motivation and experience they learn from others experiences navigate with this new world of cancer and uh, and, and on this journey so uh, as a part of the same series uh, we thought of inviting you for a conversation of your journey and today is brain cancer day so i think this day could not have been better to talking to you about So I'll request you to please introduce yourself and about your journey of uh, when you were diagnosed, how the journey navigated since then, and uh, about the initial news of getting to know that you have cancer. How you and your family navigated to that phase? Mm. Sure, sure. And first of all, thank you for uh, inviting me in this. I'm really honored to share my experience. so that i can support like other cancer survivors or okay, takers and actually i was diagnosed with a brain tumor uh, in 2013 august mm-hmm. <coughs> actually it was like the headaches uh, the symptoms were a uh, very very like you know strong headache like i used to pull my hair i used to hit against wall to get uh, like you know to give more pain so that it won't hurt me and then uh, it's like when i used to bend to grab something and all i used to feel something everything flowing downwards and then flowing backwards so what i thought it could be some asthma related something so could be that so went to ent and all and they thought like i'm more stressed and they uh, you know suggested me uh, to visit the psychiatrist yeah and even they confirmed that no you are really stressed and nothing else that's a headache and all and they gave me lot more medicines i thank god like i did not take anything but i know it's not uh, stress or anything because i'm not stressed at that time and then so my dad suggested why don't you go to neurophysician so then he suggested for ct because of the symptoms headache and vomiting symptoms so ct and then uh, came back came to hyderabad uh, the apollo and then mri there and then they referred me to the neurosurgeon actually mm-hmm. so that's how i came to know that it's a tumor but no cancer at that time so i was really happy and looking forward the surgery because that will uh, give me relief from headaches so even my mother was looking up to that okay with that same thing thought but then uh, doctors had discussion with my brother not with me or my mother that i may lose my eyesight or my limbs or even walk okay could be any of it could be all of it so mm-hmm. i didn't even know <laughs> all that things but right of the surgery it was very aggressive surgery and for four and a half hours mm-hmm. and doctors almost removed the uh, you know 99% of it mm-hmm. so my facial nerves and optical nerves everything got affected okay so i i, I lost my eyesight i lost my uh, talking ability uh, hearing ability and couldn't even walk actually totally it was uh, wiped as a clean slate i became like a clean slate 
and then i was like you know it took more than uh, like almost one year to even start seeing it was like all bubbles for me water images or blur images okay for one, after one year i started to have at least a visibility like this okay even when i was in the hospital it was like every day it's a trouble i mean uh, i don't know whether i'll make it or not every single day it was like that yeah. i got affected lungs infection pneumonia yeah again underwent tracheostomy so that pipe was there. yeah for three and a half months i could not even open a mouth okay. or could not speak and my mother was worried that whether i can speak or no at all and face paralysis come i could not move anything on my face actually oh uh, i remember like my brother used to ask me please give a smile please give a smile i didn't even know how to tell that no and smiling inside i'm trying but it's not visible i cannot tell or i cannot show yeah i cannot even write because i can't see properly i mean no vision thing but doctor support was so amazing uh then my creatinine uh shooted up to 6 and then doctors were in confusion state whether to do dialysis or no because i already have a lung infection yeah so again doing a hole and uh, dialysis is a very uh, thing uh, so doctor advised against it and they you know gave me some medicines and increased my inflow of intake of water and out outflow of that so that it started to reduce after one week uh point by point it started to decrease mm-hmm. uh, and then uh the radiation started actually uh actually my surgery happened in a brain stem where all you tied up your hair and the things on no? so it was a bulge okay uh so this much size of bulge was there Ooh. so for the radiation what they do is you have to uh, lay down on the table they clamp it on the table so that you don't move and the radiation is uh, very straight away so because of that bulge it uh, when they press it 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 just used to go back and i used to uh, lose my consciousness i used to go you know unconscious thing so yeah. again it has to be cancelled and again uh, you know that process was like very every day was you know i was like no i don't want radiation i don't want radiation i don't want to go because that was very painful so yeah after that for a while like you know okay i did i completed the radiation but uh, because uh, after the surgery i got the spritz sink of it also seizures thing in the morning so one day i had a fall you know i fell right of the this thing surgery or not and again that was a panic situation because i underwent surgery this thing and i had fall got bumped here and then again was taken to uh, scan and all the thing is okay i successfully got discharged from the hospital removed my this tracheostomy thing even yeah. after coming home i was on my rails you only uh, actually even before discharging the hospital i was given the physio session okay okay so they taught me like how to sit on the chair uh, how to walk you know front ways back ways side ways and all uh, and then how to swallow uh, everything each and everything they taught me whatever they could and on the process of the time i learned everything how to you know relearn i can say like yeah. you know kids uh, kids they learn everything by themselves you don't have to teach but for me it was like they have to teach me i like because i don't know how can you tell me how to do that i have to relearn everything from the hospital and then again ask my parents like like how you do that how you do that and all like uh, the eyes i have still uh, my eye holes doesn't move sideways even now mm-hmm. i have i developed a squint after the surgery uh, because of that i have a double vision even now Uh, so even, my sorry even now yeah even now uh, i so i gave the prism sticker actually that helped me have a single vision okay but i i have a very limited straight view that's it i can't look sideways 
uh, and because of that there is no thing within my eyes i don't have the depth perception i mean i don't know whether there is a pit how depth is it even while climbing stairs or descending stairs i really can't uh, you know measure like how much strength i need to put in whether it's high or low or I, something you know yeah uh, so i still have problem because uh, uh, so i can't do what i want to do i can't go anywhere i'm dependent totally because of all this you know yeah. because i can't see properly i can i lost even my balance uh, almost like four or five years after that i got my balance properly i mean uh, i used to sway when i walk because i can't walk properly mm-hmm. uh, so i used to sway a lot uh, people used to think i may fall off but i know i'm not falling but i used to sway uh, before even giving this glasses i used to bump into doors into walls because i can't see properly and have double vision i can see two two doors but i don't know which is the original one so i used to bump things and all and then uh, i underwent surgery for eye surgery in 2015 mm-hmm. but it was not successful uh, they tried to do that eye walls correction thing not successful mm-hmm. i have a dry eyes and dry mouth uh, because of dry mouth as absence of saliva i lost a protection layer to my teeth so they became so brittle even if i bite a biscuit my teeth will chip off so i underwent 12 root canal treatments and all my four wisdom tooth have to be extracted every dental procedure is very painful than my radiation i silently cried on that dental chair you know because of this pain and all Uh, you can understand all the yeah. they had to take out take out and 12 root canals and on that root canal i can't open my mouth i have limitations i can't take more pain so yeah. it can't be even done at one sitting it has to be done at two or three sittings yeah. and every time anesthesia that things and all so saliva actually plays a very important role which no one doesn't even know or doesn't care about yeah i know that value and because of that dry mouth thing i can't even uh, eat anything spicy you know i can't feel anything and dry eyes uh, i could have lost my cornea because of that thing you know dryness in that uh, no i frequently uh, you know use drops to keep it more moist and all so the dry eyes and dry mouth the dry vision uh, double vision the balance issues everything are still there Okay. but i am better i am better and you compare every day it's improving i can say uh it was like at times because of the radiation i lost my hair and it was not clean shaped and here and there you know patches and all like no eyebrows and thing so when i moved here to this apartment and all people got scared to look at him and me you know and i went to but i didn't know i didn't my face totally changed actually i don't know how the surgery made my face change it took me like around 3 years to accept my face because i got this like 25 years of age your brain knows right how you look yeah. so when i look in the mirror it's not me it's someone else it took really long time for me to accept it and i, I really wasn't even looking at mirrors Mm-hmm. Anyway, I can't see properly, but still, even if I look at it, I can't recognize that's me. It used to take a moment for me to recognize, yeah, that's me. Okay. So the face has changed completely, and because paralysis, one side improved while I'm in the hospital, one side it didn't improve at all. So it used to be lagging, so to one side. And after discharge, the physiotherapy, my face went on to for two years. and what was that was electronic stimulation they used to kind of give me shock thing so that that stimulate my nerve and that was another painful thing so that's how and then i was getting like really not happy staying at home you know with all these things in mind uh my brother kind of approached an advertising uh, agency uh, because that was i like 
so to let me uh, giving all my things and like she'll be coming to the office just for saying three to four hours so that she'll feel good and all and wonderful human beings they agreed you know as i wasn't able to walk properly see properly talk properly because of the paralysis thing still they agreed to let me in and from there i'm still with them now they gave me that hr to look up the hr things and all because it's not much stressful and prior to all these things i did my mba uh, in international business and uh, worked for royal bank of scotland for one year in chennai and the london head office and the, the treasury and all and then i came back home because all my education everything was away from home hostels and all so i just wanted to stay with parents and all that's why i came home and then boom this thing came up everything is fine now i can say because i don't want to think like you know i can't see yet i can't do i love playing badminton but now i can't do because i can't estimate or i can't that will uh, you know uh, give me kind of bumpy thing in the head and get headache and all i really can't do anything what i want to basic things like you know playing badminton or running or, you know uh, walking like everyone else you know i can't go step out on the road because i can't see properly you know all these things but i don't want to look at all that that way you know and um, fine i am gonna do it i'm gonna i'm not giving up you know <laughs> never <laughs> i'm not accepting defeat wow i mean i'm i got goosebumps hearing your <laughs> your journey because such a difficult phase of life and yet here you are today accepting it very gracefully and then working and it's like you are trying to um, bring it back to normal and it is i mean yes i know so i couldn't see you know that you have gone through this journey at all even by looking at you i could not figure out the difference so that's yeah. off to you and your uh, family who was with you so what did yeah. you feel like when you were going through the journey um i'm i mean after hearing you i i got to know that you know, it, it was a very difficult journey going through the multiple treatment procedures and yeah. painful that to very very painful anything on your face and it it pains really hard so um how did you navigate with that what was the motivation or how from where you were getting your courage to do this to go through this entire process uh, i could give that uh, you know credit to my family and the doctors and nurses everyone you know i know i had placed my trust on my doctors and i know every second every moment that's so much struggling and i don't want to give up you know uh for sake of family or you know anything i was just 24 or 25 when i was diagnosed and i had many more dreams and visions about my life uh so i planned my education that way i wanted to a business and i used to tell my friends you know you know start reading newspapers one day you will definitely read about me that i'm going to be a successful businesswoman that was my dream okay so when i was in the wheelchair or stretcher i used to look around people in the hospital but they are all of my age and they are literally walking properly smiling everything but why i am like this no i can't do like this i need to get over all these i, I need to go and chase my dream of course you know at that was kind of thing but now even though my dreams are not so but i want to be, have a happy and healthy life i wish that for everyone you know that line is very simple health is wealth you know only if you have health anything you can do otherwise you can't do anything so i just see people running around for material things but they don't realize they're losing their health yeah true seriously uh, mm-hmm. and the condition i put on my family or parents is never break down in front of me so no sympathy or no breaking down in front of no yeah. crying no nothing no nothing so yeah. they even but i can see their eyes they were so red they used to cry and all but not even once they broke in front of me because that will weaken you you know people start with sympathy you will get weakened so nothing and the thing is my family is really big you know the my dad got six Uh, siblings and all but what my brother did was like till 6 months 
no one no other than my mom dad my brother that's it no one came to know so that's what it helped even more you know too much of visitors to the hospital too many things you know keep on they people you know they are very opinionated and judgmental yeah. that will even hamper your growth or decision making skills in the hospital and all you know yeah everyone gives starts giving suggestion things and also that was at all not at all there because of my brother's decision okay. he didn't allow anyone he didn't let anyone know at all he made all the process peaceful and you know completely you know they even not having to eat or anything at all as a specific i got dry yeah. i need to keep uh, moisturizing my yeah. because of dry What's and that when you were diagnosed sorry oh ah uh, ependymoma ependymoma okay uh, it was great too great too okay yeah yeah you were saying something and no that's what like dry thing you know a radiation time and all it was like you know pretty hard for my family Mm-hmm. and every time for me because of that uh, this bulge on the back side i wasn't able to take the radiation mm-hmm. so every week uh, they used to do lumbar punctures for me okay. they used to take off that chf from the spine mm-hmm. uh, so it was like i used to be in a position like you know so like this so that spine has to you know they used to put a needle to my spine for one hour and that uh, csf liquid used to come drop by drop drop by drop drop by drop yeah until this bulge is normal uh, uh, that liquid has to come up then they, it's fine and that can go for a week mm-hmm. you know then again the bulge used to be normal every day it used to increase and again after the week i used to go this lumbar puncture things and all and uh, my even doctors were worried to do that because it will affect my spine in future like backbone and all because of too many lumbar punctures but they had no choice so even after like you know it took more than a year for that bulge to go off you know everything properly yeah and that liquid uh, in the brain i mean in the head used to give pressure on my optical nerves okay so and my optical nerves were swollen actually okay and uh, my this uh, neuro ophthalmologist he was so worried to look to look after scan reports and all that the nerves are swollen and the pressure increases that i my nerves could something happen to my nerve yeah. i can lose my eyesight forever okay because it's all the nerves right and he wants my uh, neurosurgeon to do something about the liquid uh, the fluid and whereas my neurosurgeon he was reluctant to do any procedure because stand has to be kept yeah. inside so that that liquid come to my this pituitary gland and come out he was so reluctant because that could be another disaster you need to keep opening that uh, my brain thing here to put that and sometimes it could be blocking or it could start leaking and all it's another headache and he doesn't want to do anything he just want to wait so that was a ten- uh, very uh, tensed part in that uh it was like everything for me either if you do something something else will happen mm-hmm. if you do something else something else will happen it's like you not you need to weigh or uh, whichever is less risky and all then to go ahead with that so it was all like that you know all these years yeah very sorry to hear that that you go through that and you as well but i'm very happy to know that you have recovered from that and you are now sharing your inspiring journey with everyone uh, i mean i'm sure it has its own side effects which you are facing every day but um you are shining bright here and uh, ready to take up more challenges of life for yeah yeah it's all you know the caregivers what you say the family the doctors you know they have been incredible my neurosurgeon he used to travel abroad often even when i was in the hospital but not even once he always used to message the doctors asking about me he took this case as challenging and the, he he thought i am his own actually even till day i am his favorite patient i think oh, wow. alokranjan yeah alokranjan from apollo hospital hyderabad 
Okay. So he made entire team look after me even in his absence actually. The nurses, the doctors, and and my family. I couldn't have done anything without them. Okay. And see. Yeah, the medical staff and the family was. Yeah, nurses. Yeah, even the nurses after my discharge, they used to come my home and visit. You know, whenever they have break. Okay. That's right. Uh, so it, it was really that because I was there for almost three and a half to four months, and my mom is really good PR, you know. <laughs> so it's like even I'm in touch with my doctors even now. You know, we sometimes share. They sometimes ask about me. The nurses, you know, even they got married, they have kids. I'm in touch with them. Their family. It was like they became another part of my life. Wow. and the management you know even i i gained so much of confidence after starting going to office you know no one discriminated it everyone encouraged to me actually so you know to do it i know if i speak people can't understand i know but still they encouraged to me to do things and there are at the time same time there are setbacks even you know because of that my different looks you know no anything or uh, my uh, half paralysis face and eyes you know uh, i went to movie in respect to all that because my in my brain my face is something different yeah what i look so i went there there times where i sat uh, people who sat next to me this just got up and went and sat somewhere else and people were not talking or uh, you know kind of making faces and they look at me i had all that you know that was all like yeah very heartbreaking things yeah. but still you need to come out of it you need to motivate yourself and you need to come out of it you can't give up yeah, do you think cancer is still a taboo in the society sorry do you think cancer is still a taboo in the society i think so actually you know uh, sometimes like you know i can just say even example of my own friends who are uh, very good friends to me after knowing me after seeing my looks some people have blocked even me you know that's where i realized okay they are not even my real friends yeah they are yes seriously uh, that's a good thing you know people i don't think even people literally accept you okay. you know uh, that once you know your cancer survivor even that's how you know if i want to you know this a hr thing actually i don't like the hr thing i like the challenging job and my management is not ready to give me they don't want to pressurize me. so even if i want to apply outside i'm uh, you know because of my thing i know people may not accept me you know they think like you know oh, why take risk is a cancer thing you know people kind of you know keep you keep a distance you know i know it uh, you know not everyone you know comes and talks to me properly i think either beat because of the looks or whatever and so now i look much better but earlier it was different and kind of they maintain distance you know even though nowadays you see cases in everyone's family it became so common but still few people are really great to accept at the same time there are the same kind of people who can't Yeah. yeah it's sad to hear that there is still a taboo about cancer some people think that uh, i mean uh, untouchable thing or something you know uh, uh, like yeah untouchable disease or something right very well so uh, actually it's a, it's a taboo you know people who have cancer people look at them from like oh you have cancer and then they ask other yeah. questions if you survive then still a problem oh you have <laughs> Zero. You should take care of yeah. your right from back or something like that. And if you are a survivor, <clears throat> then also, oh, you your has cancer. Your daughter has cancer, like that. So yeah, actually, my mother was very healthy, but after seeing me go through all the things, she really became you know half of what she is. Oh, as friends and all. Yeah. Yeah, I feel guilty about that. You know, oh, because of me, they are like became like that. my father couldn't concentrate on business things and all incurred losses things you know yeah. but still they support me look after me and so that's why even i don't want to give up because of them for them yeah. I, I, 
when i discuss all this you know the problems i faced with my doctors they were like you never get satisfied you shouldn't be alive you are alive be happy with that that's a response i get from my doctor that it is supporting yeah i'm alive there is some purpose there is some reason i need to right yeah all my doctors say that if someone uh, sees all your reports and all and if they see you they don't believe that you are the one who gone through all that yeah i don't believe that honestly <laughs> but uh, you are like example of that thank you <laughs> yeah they call me fighter yeah you are you are fighter and winner <laughs> so when you were going through the journey who were your biggest support apart from the doctors and your family is there anything else not just the people but anything else you did what helped you in your recovery i used to sketch sketching sketching oh uh, i i love painting and i do pencil sketches wow even without proper vision i wanted to something to do my neurosurgeon doctor i drew his sketch i drew his portrait so <laughs> i did sketching uh, i used to play guitar i mean even though i can't but uh, i took, uh, actually what happened is because i'm actually getting more infections in the hospital uh, i mean in the hospital they discharged me from the hospital put me in the guest house in the uh, uh, campus uh, hospital premises and doctors used to come in the morning after doing all their rounds to this guest house actually to look after me and they did not even allow the nurses actually to look after me they want my family only to look after me okay uh, because the care uh, uh, the family shows the nurses can't show that's yeah. what uh, they thought so they uh, taught all the procedures to my because i was the tracheostomy and i was having pneumonia lungs infection so that needs to be cleansed you know they taught uh, that thing to my brother and all so i was in that guest house there where uh, i used to try to play guitar things and all i used to sketch painting things and all uh, that's how i used to keep things wow it's nice so maybe the art therapy sketching guitar uh, your hobbies yeah and uh, my brother uh, consulted someone they used to do healing sessions something like that when i was having a very terrible headache also did it help you no actually the headache didn't come <laughs> okay yeah okay. yeah, yeah. did you try any like you know walking or just going maybe not out but in the home itself maybe some breathing exercises some food habits change or anything else you did when uh, when i was in the hospital or this year the last few years i think during the hospital, yeah. after the treatment any of this entire process yeah during the hospital i wasn't having energy at all actually to do yeah uh, i but my brother or my mom they were never giving up they used to make me walk at least the from you know from door till the wall in the room or uh, actually because i am not in a hospital uh, as a inpatient uh, i they used to take me other uh, campuses a big you know in hyderabad apollo hospital the campus is quite big with all the trees and all uh, the temple and all so my brother used to put me in the wheelchair and used to take me out all over that lawns and the trees to the temple and all he used to just take me in the even though i can't see properly but i can see the bubble images and all and still he used to take me around the outside and when i was in the hospital uh, so he also used to take me in the wheelchair to the top stage where there is a glass floor okay Yeah. you can see something outside uh, i actually i didn't want to go in that because when i see people around me walking that used to you know make me really hurt and feel bad but he wasn't giving up he used to take me to the top floor and make me see everything wow even actually it's against rules in the hospital that the family shouldn't take care of the wheelchair things or not it's yeah. a trained a trained staff has to take because if something happens it will be they responsible right family can't handle that wheelchair things properly mm-hmm. and my brother used to give if you want to walk with me but i will only take my sister he was like that so even doctors know so it kind of like a child die 
overall uh, after a few days and all i used to wait for that when my brother will take me to the doctor uh-huh. and be outside it, yeah. it turned that way right so family support is very much needed some, some activity uh, something is needed which you know you can do with others and it definitely helps sorry yeah. something to take your mind off from the treatment from the pain and the things which are going on so happy yeah. you have an amazing brother I, I, yes uh, he lives in uk now okay uh, yeah hey you want to see my mother say hello yeah yeah of course of course would love to uh, I'll, i'll give a call as you just yeah. yeah so how about you i mean like i saw something your posts and all and linkedin yeah i lost my uh, cancer and that's what motivated me to uh, start this journey to help other cancer patients and the people who have gone through the journey yeah. I'm so and sorry to hear. We had colorful cancer, so we passed away two years back. Since then, um, I started uh, Lovell's cancer and uh, Zenon Colorotion. So me and Kishan, uh, we both are together running these two organizations. He's with us right now. So oh. uh, we are working with cancer patients and integrating. Yeah, see, that's what you know. Whatever you're doing is really, really awesome. You know, it would have been very tough for you, and see, look. you are also doing something great uh, seriously it's not so easy uh, and i lost one of my aunt uh, and one of my uncles because of this cancer uh, hello auntie how are you hello namaste telugu <laughs> acha తెలుగు Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because actually, uh, it's okay, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's completely fine. Yeah. 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 And uh, I lost, like, my dad lost his elder brother because of his cancer thing. Oh, okay. So, it, it, doctors couldn't, uh, you know, identify that uh, or diagnose that by the time they could. It was like stage four and got spread all over the body. Yeah. so uh, my father lost his brother and cousin sister uh, actually it's because you know uh, she got uh, diagnosed with a breast cancer mm. it, it was so very uh, the beginning stage she could have recovered but you know she was so scared of the chemotherapy and all because you lose your hair you know she she didn't go for the treatments and it got spread and she passed away and when she was like you know in the last stage she wants to live is it okay you have time yeah 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 we have we have uh, time yeah and she she ah okay ah uh, she she you know she could have recovered very well but uh, in the last stages she wanted to live and she want to do something but it was too late by that you know i saw them i, I think it, it kind of motivated even me like you know uh, here's my dad say uh, hello hello uncle how are you fine fine how are you i'm good too i'm good uh, i was just uh, talking to your daughter about her journey very inspiring amazing journey she has gone through and i'm sure it was not easy of what i heard to go through that but uh, she had amazing support from her brother from you from uh, a mother as well that she could uh, go through it amazing brave daughter you have brave <laughs> daughter yeah you are right very brave yeah i mean it's not easy to go through all those process she has gone through and when i looked at her in the beginning of the call i couldn't even figure out like which cancer she had and then she took me the multiple surgeries and everything and then i was like okay no you look very normal very beautiful you know this we cannot <laughs> I like what you have gone through so 
thank you so much for uh, i mean it's it's very uh, very motivational journey which will inspire many other people going through the similar uh, journey because uh, people lose hope uh, when you know they are in pain they don't have courage they don't have motivation because they are in pain and yeah I, you are such a young girl but uh, you have uh, conquered it so bye bye ma bye 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 uncle bye thank you very much thank you and she is the after losing my aunt what i wanted to do is i am from a small town okay my place is small town so what i wanted to do something like you know for women all of the moments because everyone is so easy to get through this i mean diagnosed with a breast cancer or this ovarian cancer something so i wanted to start an awareness things and all how to uh check themselves you know if they have any tumor things and all. i i was having all that in my mind actually uh, after seeing my aunt pass but i never know that i'll be diagnosed with the tumor cancer thing uh, was it a family history of cancer because of that or it's a uh they i don't know doctors couldn't say anything because it was a slow tumor and fun time my something adults will not get it yeah okay for me to get it and they couldn't actually say anything you know yeah. uh, why uh, because uh, the reason and all because like you know i don't even have any habits all my schooling thing it was stretched right of the education and yeah. this job, one year to a job thing how old were you I, diagnosed sorry how old were you at that time when you were diagnosed 24 24 Yeah, I mean, after my MBA, it was just two years of education and one year, like my brother got married. After that, only I got diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's like August two thousand twelve, my brother got married. August two thousand thirteen, I underwent a surgery. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, it was like you know. <laughs> When uh, we go through such a difficult times and a crisis in life, it it teaches us a very important lessons of life. So. Can you please share your learnings or what lesson it taught you? You know, yeah. One thing I thought, you know, life doesn't challenge you. The things which you can't take, it only gives you whatever you can take. And I can say many miracles have happened in my life. You know, uh, I can say at that time I may not know it. You know, when I was going through, I I like why me? I just. It's completed. I haven't seen anything in my life. Why all this? Why am I being sick? Like so many questions. Why me and all? But you know, you should stop thinking that way. It should be positive. It should count your blessings. Come and look. The amazing family I have. The amazing doctors. You know, that taking care of the hospital. Nowadays, you only see these things. You know, uh, hospitals. You know, treating you with more money. and giving you the unnecessary treatments and medicines and all you know so much bad rap yeah and look look what happened in my case you know the doctors amazing the yeah. family now this everything count your blessing don't i was exactly thinking about the same and you just said it <laughs> yeah don't complain count your blessings look everything positive see you know it's not really possible to always be positive agree i had ups and downs and you know don't wait some for someone to come and motivate you it's okay. your life it's your life and you need to do it you need to motivate yourself you need to love yourself whatever the thing is you know first you need to accept it so because instead of questioning i accepted okay now there's no way out i accepted i got this i have to deal with this I have to go to the next stage, next phase. Yeah, that's it. And you know, don't believe I just joined the Zumba classes yesterday. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, my apartment only a couple of eight people. Uh, we are asking the person to come here itself. Nice. Because uh, actually, uh, two years back, uh, my uh, oncology doctor suggested me because my body became so rigid. And so he suggested me to go Zumba. Wow. And me, and my mom went around uh, like you know three to four uh, centers around here, but no one was ready to accept me. You know, 
Yeah. And I was really demotivated. All these rejections, you know, sometimes you can't take. You know, people are not ready to accept you. Uh, they are not ready to take me. I wanted to join. I, I kind of left. You know, I started doing my own dance. You know, online videos. There are YouTube videos. You can put it on TV and you can try your own samba. Yeah. You have samba. I know because yeah, I started doing that. You know. Yeah. Uh, so. now actually uh, we started from yesterday actually couple of eight people in the same apartment in the cellar oh. so i i can't do everything but i can do something you know something uh, because my there is no balance for me mm-hmm. uh, really have a balance issues i can't climb stairs or descend stairs without the support yeah i can't balance myself still uh, as long as my eyes are on proper i will i won't be having any balance issues mm-hmm. So what I know that until unless my eyes get uh, fixed, I I won't be having any normal life. Yeah. That's still that's okay. I I'm doing whatever I can. When you when yeah you're okay with that. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean I just hope and I still wish you know please uh, just let my eyes fix. I want to go back to my normal thing. Okay. I just feel that your eyes get back to normal eyesight and. but you uh wish you get that yeah yeah it's you know, all my eyes i'll have like you know normal like i have things i can do which i want to do helpful to you yeah um so what would be your message to uh, other cancer patients and caregivers what message you would want to give them hey uh, i would want to never give up don't uh, don't look on the negative side don't get demotivated you have to it's here like you know you have to deal with it don't, never allow anyone to sympathize you don't let anyone cry in, the, uh, in front of you you know that will weaken you that will weakens you more you know don't let even your family close like wife or mother or kids or anyone don't let them get demotivated don't demotivate yourself you know wow. you will get through this mm-hmm. so you, you have will get through very well never give up you will get through it show the courage and the hope yes, you will get through it wow. so once you give up no one can can do anything not the medical medicines not the doctors not the family any treatments or anything work only if you are positive yeah right so the optimism uh, hopeful and yes. is very important along with the family support yeah. i already yes you if first you need to be strong you need to be fighting you need to kick out the cancer from your body yeah. kick yeah. it away yeah, yeah. i say i strong i kicked the cancer <laughs> i would say i don't know whether i can use this word i kicked cancer's butt <laughs> Oh, wonderful! I will use it now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's bad. <laughs> it cancels, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you. I mean, we all think about it, and you just said it. I can also use it now. <laughs> yeah, you need to. You know, there's no one gonna come and do anything until unless you are ready. Take your own responsibilities and. get up forward get all the support you need ask your family members ask your friends ask counselors like us to what you support you need so we call that a yes. we are the caregivers for you so uh, yeah, caregivers you need to be very strong you also should never give up don't cry in front of them don't sympathize with them yeah you also don't give up be positive along with them caregivers whatever they think what they how they behave it directly impacts patients it's really important that caregivers are also stress free that you know yeah they they go through a lot more emotionally than actual suffering person uh-huh. you know i don't say don't cry but just go cry somewhere else but not in front of the patient or in front of your loved ones mm-hmm. who is going to so thank you yeah. for sending that message for to all the caregivers that show the courage don't cry in front of the patient and uh, gather all the strength you can to work uh, with your patient to uh, in this journey yeah. yeah and and also one more thing sorry to interrupt don't ever allow people who just come to sympathize don't allow any visitors at all mm-hmm. you know it's okay it's all uh, at the end it's you and your loved ones forget about the society forget about the relatives all who are very opinionated judgment just just uh, exclude delete all them from your life it's you and your loved ones you know yeah uh, 
so it's you know all, that's all you know craft for that during that period yeah you know and you only have to keep the positivity around you yeah and i keep on hearing this from the uh, cancer winners conquerors that you know uh, focus on your health don't worry about the yeah. and other yeah yeah family members if nobody is understanding you or stay away from the society community they are not understanding you so i hope yeah. that one day all the members can understand what a cancer patient and caregivers go through what they really need in this yeah. they don't need your sympathy they don't need your own oh, have cancer what they need is okay if you uh, if you want to contribute here are the ways you can contribute in you know, my journey otherwise please stay away so yeah. so there are many people out there who want to help cancer patients who want to help uh, caregivers and you know survivors uh, winners and uh, it's not not everybody is that bad so just that we need to um, bring them uh, closer in a community where you know uh, so there are many conquerors who have survived cancer and they want to now help other people or even uh, somebody who knows what is cancer like me i mean i was a caregiver once but somebody who knows what is cancer and even they want to contribute so that's where how we uh, help each other so yes you are right uh, stay away from the people who are not uh, positive or who bring you down but uh, uh, health is wealth health is topmost priority and you yeah. if you have cancer then you are the family concern so take command in your health and just kick cancer but <laughs> <laughs> Lovely pleasure talking to you, Kirtan. I'm, I'm very, yeah, very much touched by your journey. I can't even imagine the pain you have gone through. But very happy to see the smile on your face. Yeah. And uh, thank you for asking me to share your journey with me. And I'm sure that with Zenon Corot, I and Lavelle's cancer, many other patients and uh, caregivers yeah. will be inspired with your journey because I keep on hearing this. If a patient is in pain, how can yeah. They be hopeful and show courage, and I can now give you an example that yes, if she can, then you can too. Yeah. yeah, and and one more thing, I'm I'm really happy to assist you, help you in any way. You know, once doctor told me, you know, I recently went for the second opinion on my eye related thing. So he actually because it's a first time he's seeing me. He has gone through all the reports and everything. That's what he told me after that. I won't believe you that it's you who has gone all through this. Uh, uh, least to least, we'd expect someone on a wheelchair, but you're actually you know walking, working, doing everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But still, I was like this, you know, kind of emotional actually. And he was, like, you know, he told me you'll have more empathy now. You know, you can understand someone else's pain when no one can. You know, that's the one you got. It like seriously, yeah. empathy is something which yes. you got now. Yeah. You know, we can understand more human beings. You know now. Very that's good. what he told me i was like so happy and positive that i met him oh. even though he said not to go any surgery now until for 3 to 4 years for my eyes because it's still critical inside mm-hmm. for all the nerves and all so let's see maybe after 3 to 4 years i can get back my eyes now <laughs> i would love to <laughs> see you after that again but uh, uh, pleasure yeah. to you thank you again and would uh, see you again soon we do healing circles every sunday 5 to 6:30 where okay. yeah we do healing circle talks where people who have gone through the journey uh, in any way not just as a patient but as a maybe caregiver as a healer as a doctor caregiver so we can share our experiences our learnings guide each other would love to have you participate i'll share the videos with you 